So when I was in a camp, I was about 15 years old, a strange phenomenon, normally unheard of with uh, young Bacharin. We actually liked the cook. We loved him. He was a special person. He was a survivor of Bergen-Belsen, and he just cooked with so much love, and he came out, and he schmoozed with us. And then it happened. One year, first there was rumors, then it turned out that he's not happy. There was a new kitchen manager, a quarter his age, and the kitchen manager was putting a lot of pressure on him, and he wanted to know, why are you buying this, and why are you buying that, and why are you releasing so much, and why is there so much extra food, and it was really getting to him. And we even heard that he wanted to quit, and they took him to a rabbi, they took him to a rub, and the rub said, you can't leave in the middle of the season, but he was very uptight, and we can tell he was uptight. We felt so bad about it because we really loved this cook. So one morning we came into breakfast and what was for breakfast? Spaghetti. So we realized this was the cook saying, okay, you want me to stay? So I'll do it my way. You don't like the way I was doing it till now? How's about spaghetti for breakfast? No ketchup, nothing else, no meatballs, just spaghetti. And we were with him. Came back for lunch, spaghetti. We were still more or less with him. Came back for supper, spaghetti. By now, you know, the island was a little uh, agitated, more or less, but there was more or less than more. And everyone is screaming and everyone is yelling. Talk about a low-carb diet. I mean, spaghetti for breakfast, lunch, or supper. And in walks the cook. And he gets up on a chair and he's holding like a fork in one hand and a spoon in the other hand. And he's wearing his chef's hat. And we never saw him so upset. There always was a smile on his face. And he just laid it all out. He said, I want to tell you something, okay? I'm here 15 years. 15 years I gave my heart out. No, son, there's a young kitchen manager. Quarter my age, yelling at me like I'm a little child. I've had it. My fans are packed and I am... Announcing color war. And the place was that quiet for a moment because the curveball was so good we were in shock and everyone just exploded they picked him up and they carried him around and they were cheering and I went over to them afterwards I said I always knew you're an amazing cook you're even a better actor he said it wasn't an act I really meant it whatever I said is true when they came in this morning and said they're going to make a joke out of this a color breakout I packed my fans and I was going to get up there and say I'm going to leave and what happened I looked around and I said for years I was dying, starving to death. After the war I weighed 30 pounds, 40 pounds. And now we have the schuss to give food to Yiddish Kinderluch to people. The whole world is color war. Forget it. Forget it, I'm staying. But look, my van is packed. And I said to him, you just taught me a lesson of life. That I can take my pent up emotion and convert it to bracha. And that's what happens with Shmir Sinai. Says Rabbi Sadiq, claimed the sacred Sitka Sadiq. You're angry, you're furious. You have a taiva, a burning desire to look at something. That is a tangible reality. If you take that and you convert it, it opens up a source of bracha, a blessing. It doesn't disappear. It is converted to sheer profit. The kind that lasts on this world and builds in the world to come.